0: Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to you all. This is the Business Day Spotlight, your destination for African business made simple. My name is Muriwa Kawaza, and for today, we are talking to, you know, one of the largest corporates in South Africa that is, um, you know, multi-choice. You know, many of you will know that multi-choice are the owners um, of uh, DSTV. They own and operate DSTV, things like Showmax. And today, we're going to be having a discussion around uh, the customer um if you follow the you know the financial press markets etc you know you'll know that uh, you know multi choice put out their results uh, recently um you know and there's a lot that's going on and one of the things that um you'll be able to appreciate from you know following multi-choice is the fact that despite having um, operations across the African continent um they do have a the largest chunk of their business um you know coming out of South Africa currently sitting at. Just just over um eight million you know subscribers that they have in South Africa and then the balance in the rest of Africa so for today we are you know joined uh by Nico Shiburi who is uh the uh, who is the chief executive for multi South Africa and we're going to be having you know quite an interesting discussion around you know customer experience because um I think from a consumer point of view um you know everyone loves entertainment right but uh, you know for today, it's like, how, do, how does the customer experience actually feed into that? And, you know, how are they using all of that to try and drive um, adoption up? And how have they, you know, I guess, coped uh, during this COVID time? Nico, greetings to you today.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Duva. And greetings to everybody who's listening to this podcast. And thank, thank you for having me on board uh, you've introduced me better than I would introduce myself. <laughs> <laughs> as you say, I'm the chief executive officer for for choice
0: as uh, the chief executive for MultiChoice South Africa, right? What does that actually you know entail? Because usually we think about uh you know multi choice this big thing that's operating across uh the continent but like what we said just now you're sort of heading up the biggest business unit when it comes to you know this uh, big conglomerate so maybe you can give us just a little bit around um what your specific role entails at multi choice.
1: Yeah no thanks you thanks um Dua. yeah so um uh, my my job or the role that I do is basically to look after the SA business uh you know and and in the we make sure that um, we've got the right piece of content or the right product that people are looking for to get entertained and informed into their into their homes in the South African market. We need to make sure that, that we service uh, our customers and give them the best customer experience, which is what we're going to talk about, uh, which is really what we're going to talk about today, and make sure that we make it quite easy uh, easy for them, you know, um, to to get to get our service uh, and get and get serviced as well. Um, so, in a nutshell, that's really what I do. So, I've been in this fortunate position uh, to to have this role where to lead such a, a large organisation with fantastic staff uh, that, that that we have in our business that make sure that we deliver uh, what customers expect from us, which is fantastic service, uh, great content, great sporting content, you know, uh, with the home of sport, uh, with the home of local of local content. <laughs> And, um, you know, and that's what really this business, uh, this business is about. And, and in the past, uh, few years, in fact, you know, talking about this customer experience, we, we, we started embarking on this journey of making sure that we put the customer at the center of everything that we do. Um, I've been with the group for quite some time, uh, almost 16 years now. Uh, so I've been, I've been part of that process, um, all along. And it's really around putting the customer at the center of everything that we do.
0: Now, with everything that uh, you know, with everything that you've just said, we, you know, sort of know and understand multitrace from a DSTV point of view. So, um, I guess from that point of view, when you're looking at the South Africa business. Uh, maybe before we get into the specifics around the customer experience, maybe you can even just give us some insight into who the customer in South Africa is, right? Because, um, as JSTV, you guys have different packages, you know, there's different platforms, et cetera. So maybe you can talk to us about how, you know, how you guys characterize your customers, uh, you know, before we actually get into the, the experience bit.
1: Yeah, um, so we've got quite a diverse uh, uh, customer, you know. As you said, we're in over eight million homes. Uh, so the challenge uh, and the opportunity for us is really that you know within those homes, there's individuals in the homes, you know. So how we define um, our customers is people that need to be entertained and and informed and educated. And how do we get our content uh, available and accessible to them? So. On the one hand, we've got DSTV with all the different packages, uh, you know, DSTV uh, Premium. Then we've got Compact Plus uh, and uh, Access and Family. Uh, you know, so all the different packages uh, based on 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 what you are basically what you are looking for. Um, uh, so that's the one that, that on the DSTV side what we have. And then of course we've got Showmax, uh, which is a, which is a big play for us on the OTT side. As broadband gets cheaper, people have got access to. To, to, to um to to the internet and broadband and also that also caters well for, for the individuals you know so you could be sitting at home and you wanted to be watching you could be sitting at home and the family is watching something on DStv and you want to watch something else on your own so we've got that uh, we also have the DStv app which is basically a replication of the, of what you find. On DSTV, but that gets delivered to you via streaming. So if you're sitting in one of those fancy homes where you don't want to have a dish, but you've got access to fiber, uh, you, you've got the DSTV uh, via streaming as well, um, uh, that, that, that you can get access to our content. We also have uh, recently we've also launched DSTV Internet, which is a fi- fixed LTE. We've identified that there's quite a number of customers. Uh, as I said earlier, with the broadband prices going down, there's also quite a lot of customers that are looking for a lot more than what we currently have on the DTH platform, you know, particularly on the VOD side. Um but they're also looking for opportunities to be to be educated um, and and get access to the internet. So we launched we saw an opportunity there around the DSTV internet, which we recently launched. <laughs>
0: Uh, now, one of the reasons why I, you know, thought it would be good to characterize uh, the, the customer, what do you call this, the customer that DSTV serves is because of um, what you said at the beginning, you know, to say that multi-choice and DSTV, you guys actually serve such a broad, you know, spectrum of people, right? From, you know, someone's home, uh, a single person household to, you know, 10 people in a household to hotels on the commercial side etc. So when it comes to the customer experience, how do you make sure or how do you uh, create an experience that is uniform Mm -hmm. yet differentiated enough for the different segments that you guys are, you know, trying to service?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. So at the heart of customer experience and, and regardless of the type of customer that you have, it comes down to, are you meeting the customer's expectation? And that's how we really think about it when we think of customer experience. So the customer has got a certain expectation, are you meeting that expectation? And for us, so we design our customer experience approach around making sure that that we meet the customer experience. And, and correctly, as you said, everybody's got a different uh, expectation, right? But fundamentally, we all wanna be treated well, we all want to be respected, we all want to make sure that our expectations are being met. And for us, that's the key important f- parts around customer experience.
0: Yeah, No, sorry about that. It's just... It lags sometimes, uh. But when it comes to uh, what do you call this? When it comes to actually thinking about you know that customer experience, maybe you can talk to us about you know uh, some of the specific ways that you guys you know are going about that. Um, I guess I I guess one of the ways to look at it is to maybe say, um, when it comes to getting you know those expectations right um what are some of the challenges that um you know your customers are facing that you that you guys are specifically trying to solve right now i can imagine that uh you know trying to put together packages for bouquets for example is you know one of those things
1: yeah yeah i mean so so let's take um so let's take an example of what happened with um when when lockdown, you know, uh, and, and this unfortunate disease, this COVID thing happened, right? Um, uh, obviously, with more people spending more time at home, uh, the 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 customer viewing behavior uh, changed quite a bit. So people spend more time at home; they're watching more television, and and as a result of that, um, their expectations around being helped changed uh, changed quite a bit. So they they're not expecting that um whenever they've got an issue they will have to, to dial into into the call center for instance to be assisted and we also saw some people where they stay beyond our usual operating hours to get help you know so uh, our call center runs until 11 o'clock at night but some people are staying beyond that watching television watching television um so the expe- the customer expectation therefore was that i should be able to get access and get help beyond that time and that's when we went very hard and invested heavy uh on our chatbot uh, you know uh, to me uh, the it's called Tumi, the ultimate master of information, which is a chatbot that uses natural language understanding um that w- was able to assist customers in fact I had customers that were not aware that they're talking to a chatbot uh when they when 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 they they're getting help or they're getting assistance you no know, so that's one of the big things that we have done and we've invested in. To make sure that we meet the customer and um, the customer expectations. Uh,
0: perhaps just on a point of clarity, because um, you know the, there's so many advances in technology right now. Um, when you say chatbot specifically, right now, when you're referring to Tumi, are we talking about a chatbot that actually um, talks to people on the phone, or are we talking about a messaging um, chatbot? Yeah,
1: no, this guy, this. You know, this time we're talking about the 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 chatbot being, um, you know, whether when you go to our website and and you say, you know, I my name is Nduba, this is the this is the problem that I have.
0: Mm. Okay. You
1: know, so if you think in the past, if you think in the for instance, in the past we used to give you just a very limited menu for you to select on. You know, do you wanna just check your balance? Press one. Uh, do you, do you have uh, this error? Press two. You know. So we've moved away from that now we are able to go onto the website and say uh, i just want, and you can really type in uh, i, I want to check my balance and then the 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 chatbot will respond to you and say this is your your balance oh i need this following help and then the chatbot is able is able to get back to you um, on that topic so you don't have to you're not limited to what what we have on the menu
0: Okay. So when you when you're now implementing something like that you've invest, you're investing in it um you're putting down money uh people are now using it. Um are you able to share just around what the usage is like because um is it all 8 million households that are that are making use of this thing um or or maybe rather um, as a percentage of queries that you guys receive, I think that might be a better uh, metric, just around how people have actually um, taken to it. Because I would imagine there might be a an education piece, actually letting people know yeah. that this thing is available and you can use that. Yeah,
1: yeah, no, no. So, uh, the service I can't share the exact uh, percentage specifics. Uh, but but certainly we are seeing a huge uh, increase of of the of the usage um, and 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 subsequently because of that we're seeing uh, you know double digit plus drops of of the calls coming into our call center mm-hmm. you know and that shows us that it, it's really working and it's really helping a lot of our customers mm-hmm. and we also have a very good success rate on it so so uh, basically what we do there if the chatbot is not able to assist you. Then we hand over to to an agent to to be able to take take it further. If you've got a far more complicated query that you need assistance with, mm. uh, but however, um, the, 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 there's very few that the chatbots hands over to the you know uh, uh, to to the to, to the, an agent uh, to deal with the issue. Mm.
0: And when it comes to you know issues of uh, because um, as as multi I can imagine that there's there's a couple of pieces to the business. You know, you've got trying to acquire customers and then you've got trying to retain the customers. Uh, So from your point of view, how do you then measure, um, you know, your your success from that point of view of being able to say, okay, cool, uh, we've implemented this thing and we're able to attend to queries and all of that stuff. And as a result, you know, we're we're keeping X amount of customers or we've been able to drive you know you know x amount of acquisitions, how do you guys um actually think about you know those types of issues
1: we don't necessarily think of it that way in the sense of saying we' are doing this because we we we, we are doing this because we're trying to drive a certain metric that you that you just that that you just uh, highlighted now in your question uh, how how we think about it is that is that a, a customer has made a decision to to take a service with us and our responsibility is to take care of them and make sure that they get the best uh, customer experience you know so what can we do on our side and what should we be doing on our side to make sure that we give them the best experience and that's really how we think about it mm. it's around how do we make sure that customers are able to interact with us quite easily that they are able to get the service that they're looking for in the you know as quickly as as possible that if uh, they have an issue, how quickly can we resolve that issue that ultimately they get the service that, that, that they're looking for. So that's how we think about customer experience.
0: And when it comes to that customer experience and the technology that you guys are investing in, um, you know, these discussions about technology and some of these advances are never complete um, without uh, some type of uh, fears uh, just around, uh, you know, the fact that, oh, is the machine, you know, taking someone, someone who could have literally been behind on the back end you know typing out those responses or answering the queries etc um you know how have you guys navigated um you know that part could you talk to us about those dynamics
1: yeah yeah no that's a great that's a great question and that's always a big fear as opposed in any technology implementation around you know uh you know what does it mean for people on the ground um so as great as the technology is it, it is not necessarily able to solve all the problems you know um if, if that was possible <laughs> i think most of us uh, wouldn't be doing you know <laughs> we wouldn't be doing what we do now <laughs> so so there's still there, there, there is still there, there is still a an opportunity for a human being behind that to be really be able to uh understand and deal with certain things and one of the big things that i can think of do about that 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 this technology cannot give you is just around empathy you know um uh, we, we also take a lot of calls and conversations with people that actually need somebody to just listen to you know um and that the technology doesn't give you that it doesn't give you that ability of having somebody that listens to you properly and understands the challenge that you are facing, you know. So there's a big opportunity there where the human part still, still plays a big role and you can't replace that with, with a piece of technology. The second thing is that, that is that there are certain issues that are quite complex that you need somebody to be able to think through what the solution is, suppo- is supposed to be. And that's where we migrate a lot of, um, of our teams to get into so that they, they 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 move away from just a something that can be done quite easily and it's quite repetitive there's no joy for them you know it feels like you're doing the same thing over and over every day you just press one press two press three and everything is the same so for us how we integrate technology and our team is is to plug the gap where 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 firstly where the technology cannot do the things that that we need that you know, particularly that human to human interaction. But but secondly, how do we use technology to help them get better? It's not so much around replacing them as how does the technology complement them so that they to become better in the jobs that they do.
0: Um well, you know, whilst you're talking one of the things that I like that you just brought up is that issue of apathy, you know, to say that as smart as machines are Sometimes they aren't, you know, they don't have, they don't yet have that ability of deciphering some of the nuance, you know, that comes with the with the human interaction. And I wanted to maybe ask a broader question around uh, customer experience because, over the pandemic period, it's been a, it's been a, it's been a very, what's the word I'm looking for? People that people that deal with customer service have had an interesting time over the last two years because just before, yeah. just before we went into the pandemic, um, we saw, um, a number of, uh, a number of layoffs in the sector. Um, yeah. Uh, but at the same time, um, you know, you come into a, what you call this, you come into a, a, a pandemic, you know, sort of period. And now, those people take on an increased more important role, right? Because now people can't go, you know, to your Randberg office and, you know, you know, ask someone to, you know, check A, B, C, and D. They have to, you know, engage with the customer services staff. So, um yeah how How have you seen you know all of those things Um, uh, because that it, it, it's one of those questions that comes with what we're talking about just now about the place of the mm. human being and the technology and you know the need or not no need of you know customer services stuff
1: yeah yeah no you you you're absolutely right i mean we how we saw it is that um and 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 some of it comes through my way as well, right? Is that a lot of the people, particularly during lockdowns, where people couldn't travel, uh, couldn't go anywhere, we we started getting a lot of calls where where a customer before they explain to you uh, what challenge they're having with your service, they start explaining to you the circumstances of their environment, of where they, you know, what's happening in their lives. So we started to see a bit of of that. Um, of that coming through, even some of the emails that I got, uh, you'll get somebody. Uh, firstly, before they tell you what help they need, they they explain to you uh, what circumstances, what's going on in their lives, which, which which was really quite challenging. You know, it was really really uh, quite challenging. It's still it's still there, but it's definitely with with the country opening up, it is it has dropped a bit. It's not as high as it as it used to be, and that's where the the human part really comes into play. You know, the, your ability to listen, and sometimes you find that. People are just needing somebody to listen to. They're not looking for you to give them an answer to what they're going through. And and we had a bit of that, quite a lot of that actually. Uh, that um, that that customers will call in and we, and and you know and our CSRs would have to just listen in, understand what the person is going through, um, and then and then you assist them eventually with the query of the reasoning uh, why why they're calling you in. Yeah. So so you're absolutely right. I mean that was really really. Uh, quite a tough time and a challenging time. And 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 what if if I think of myself, what what uh, what made it um, what allowed us to, or rather, let me put it differently, what helped to get through the process was that this thing affected all of us, right? So we could all relate. We also went through the time where we had, like like in my case, you would have loved to talk to somebody about something and going. Draw something on a piece of paper and say hey, I've got an idea. This is what I think we should do and you couldn't do You couldn't do all of that. So so what I saw was that there's um There's a lot of things as people that we actually have in common than what we think we do mm-hmm. You know, um and 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 when I think back of your question you asked earlier around you've got uh, around that we've got different customers and how do we make sure that um, that we we you know our customer experience is tailor-made for what they're looking for in fact what you really find out is that a lot of people have got more things in common than we have if that than than what we have that's different
0: mm. No, it's true i yeah. I, I definitely agree but with I, you I, there to I, say that they are probably uh the common experiences that you know we're all going through and i think there's no more common experience than the lockdown and covid-19 uh you know that uh, you know that we went through uh and maybe that's one of the one of the interesting bits that I'm curious about to say technology companies entertainment companies you know the uh, the space that you're playing in um they what's the word I'm looking for they they seemed at least from the outside to have been the winners or uh, in some ways of the lockdown, in terms of uh, to your earlier point, people are sitting at home, etc. But um, from what you could see from a South Africa point of view, um, the tension between people sitting at home and demanding content versus the co- versus the the pressures that our consumer pockets, uh, you know, maybe you could talk to us about that. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah, no, so there's actually a running joke um, um, around um, digital transformation in organization, right? Whether it was driven by the CEO or the the CIO or the chief digital officer of the pandemic, you know, <laughs> because we saw a huge acceleration of digital adoption in uh, in, in, in companies as a result of, of people staying from home. I mean, you know, if you look at um, a whole lot of other companies that are Big into e-commerce, you know, uh, data data consumption uh, went through the roof as everybody was working from home, right? So, so, so um, the tension around uh, people watching at home and and um, and 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 wanting more uh, wanting more con- uh, content, but also the pressure that they feel, right? Uh, for us, uh, translated into that we had to make sure that we really give them the content that they're looking for. If you recall, uh, back a few years, uh, if you recall, particularly in the first part of the pandemic, we didn't have any sport, right? But but we we managed to find ways to still keep people uh, taking the uh, reminding people of the great uh, content uh, um, or sporting events that happened in the past, and we played we played those back again. You know, if you recall, at the time, and that really went down with a lot of customers because then you because during that time it always helps to. To go back and remind yourself of how good things uh, were and how, how good things are going to be, and that's what really makes us human, I suppose, is is that fundamental belief that tomorrow will be a better day. So our approach to it was like, you know, um, we may not have live sport now, but let's just remind people of how great uh, things were and how great things are going to be once we pass through this pandemic. Mm
0: yeah no it, it it makes sense it's uh a, it's a, what's it called it's a proper tough one uh, you know if ever if ever there was uh if ever there was a tough situation uh, to contend with and uh, i guess coupled with that is um you know online streaming um i wanted to touch on that before we end off because um from a customer experience point of view right how does how have you seen that evolution because the you mentioned something earlier on at the beginning about you know some people just have a smart tv and they don't want you know the, the that uh what's it called uh dish and all of that so their their experience of 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 dstv is, is a bit different because your your barrier to entry is a bit different because you know you're concerned about internet infrastructure someone else is concerned about um i i guess you know dish installations and you know all of that um so from that point of view how are you seeing how are you guys uh, thinking about or at least seeing um you know things what type, what direction do you see and also you know this one is also a curiosity right is it people in the middle market or the upper market that are leaning more towards, you know, things, um, you know, like streaming, because the experience is different, uh, but the convenience, you know, to your earlier point about how certain things are common from all of us, we all enjoy the, the convenience of streaming, for example, but is it an affordability issue? Yeah. Like how are you guys seeing that?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So the first thing, um, around OTT right uh, which is is around that a, little, a lot of our, of the customers actually take other OTT services as a supplementary service to the to our product you know so we're seeing a lot of that so you are seeing because if you, if you think about it you know we've got the best spot we've got the best local content you know um, um and, and and these other and these other OTT providers have got different types of content um th- that they bring on board so what we're seeing is that a lot of people supplement um supplement uh, the services uh, so that's the one part around how ott and the impact that we are seeing ott uh, um, uh, usage in, in in the south african market um your your second question around around experience is is, is that the dth uh, business that we've been doing for for so long and for so many years I think we understand it we understand it uh, quite well right um the experiences between uh, somebody who is dreaming and somebody who's watching through uh, the the uh, the satellite as an example uh, is very similar obviously the the difference being in the method of how the content gets delivered to them you know but from our end it still comes down to the customer has got an expectation are you meeting that expectation that's the fundamentals of it, regardless of how the service or the content is being delivered into their home. And we, we, we've been running TSTV, uh, for instance, we've had the TSTV app for quite, quite a number of years now in the market. And similarly, we've had Showmix as well in in the market for, for, for quite some time. And during that period, we've learned quite a lot around the experience that that, that customers have and what expectations uh, what expectations do they have from us? And we continuously improve that experience. Uh, most recently, for instance, we've, we 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 launched uh, an updated version of our TV app uh, that 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 spoke a lot around content discovery. You know, so one of the big challenges uh, that we that, that we had identified was that uh, was around customers identify uh, finding content that they like. You know. Or similar content that they like. So we put in a lot of effort. We put in a lot of effort around uh, making it quite easy for the customers to get the content that that they're looking for. So there was a big UI refresh that that we did on the DTV app.
0: Um, you know, this one, I uh, I I'm I'm trying not to get too nerdy and too geeky about this stuff. Yeah. But, um, you know, when you talk to people, sometimes. Um, you know lending ourselves to this discussion around customer experience you sometimes get the sense that people would rather in certain cases would rather deal with a local service so for example Um, I'd rather deal with DSTV and Showmax because I know that if I have an issue, I'm going to call them, I'm going to go to their offices. (laughs) I'm going to call them, I'm going to go to their office, whatever it is. I know that I can get in touch with a human being who can sort out my billing query or something. right? Um, So from that point of view, is that anecdotal or have you found that to be something that is working um, in your favor? Because there is this competition coming into South Africa, uh, but from that that CX point of view, do you think that's something that's working in your favor to say that people still know that you know what? I, I, I'm gonna get you know X Y Z on the phone, or I'm gonna to go to the Randberg offices and shout at someone <laughs> or something.
1: <laughs> so one one of the things that you learn uh, uh, very quickly, Mdua, is that uh, patriotism only counts so far, only works for you, so far. <laughs> people, <laughs> yeah, It only takes you so far. You know, uh, people people will go to where they think. That they're getting the product that they that they, they, they're looking for, they're getting the best service. You know, and that's really what it is. You know, and and that's the big challenge for us. You know, if you think about it, we we're competing with 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 with, with big players entering uh, entering the market, um, that are entering the market, and and I don't want to go into this regulation stuff because that's a debate for another day. You know, um. Uh, you know that in that we don't have regulation parity. There's things that we have to do that they don't have to do that gives them a huge advantage. Um, but I don't want to get into that for now. But yeah, no, no, no. So, so to answer your question directly, patriotism only goes so far. And and what I know is that uh, people will take the you know they take their their money where they think they're getting the best service.
0: Yeah no I uh yeah uh, that that I wasn't expecting that but I but I think it makes sense because I guess that's the nature of the internet it makes it gives people options and it also makes the world a smaller place now you're competing against someone who's in you know in Asia or another service provider who is in the US whatever it is so you know it certainly makes sense from that point of view um so as we end off um, you know, Nico. Um from your point of view, um when it comes to I I guess uh I guess improving the customer experience, but more importantly, growing the business in South Africa. Uh, what do you sort of see as some of the things that uh you know you guys are trying to focus on? Um and also it was something that I that I missed earlier, I I I do admit, you know, to say You know, specifically on the challenges side, because you did say um, that um, you do receive, you do, despite the fact that there's a whole department, some of these queries do come, you know, along your way. I can imagine what it must be like dealing with 200,000, you know, 200,000 plus queries, um, you know, in a month. So, from that point of view, it's two questions. Uh, The first one uh, is just around um, the pain points that consumers in south africa have right um what what are what are people saying what are you what are you actually you know hearing you know hearing on the ground because for you guys to come out with each one of these solutions that you're coming out with whether it's to me whether it's the dstv internet etc it means there's certain pain points that you guys are identifying from the consumers
1: what the what what, what the customers are telling us um, and the data that we're seeing uh, let's let's take for instance Uh, the issue around the OTT players coming on board, right, Um, is that uh, as more and more OTT players come on board, customers are looking uh, for a solution of being able to access uh, all those different types of content in a single place, Uh, you know. And that's where our, for instance, our Explorer Ultra uh, comes into play or our super aggregator strategy comes into play. So where where we're saying, how can we simplify this to the customer? Because you, you're starting to see a lot of the studios coming up with their own apps, going directly to their consumer. Uh, whether it's 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 uh, likes of Disney with Disney Plus or HBO with HBO Max, you know. So there's a lot of things where where you're, you're traditional in the past, where your studios would create content, uh, the broadcaster buys it, the broadcaster deals with the distribution to the to the to the consumer. Now we're seeing the you know a, a change in that where a lot of the um uh, studios are going directly to the consumer so as much that is great it has created a different problem to the consumer you know around that paradise of choice now if you're looking for doers looking for a piece of content it needs to know which app to try and find it on you know so 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 that so so what customers are looking for is make it easy for me to still get access uh to 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 all that content and that's where our super aggregator strategy comes in Mm -hmm. and our explorer ultra uh, really fulfills that quite well so at you know at the moment uh, you can get youtube youtube kids uh, amazon prime uh, netflix Showmax, uh you know dstv app you know you can get all those apps uh, onto that one box and i can tell you do it's such a convenience you know once you've got that explorer ultra in your home you've connected it into um, you know onto the internet you've got a single remote that you you have to navigate to you know something as simple as, you know, that people take for granted. Something as simple as I don't have to press an extra button to get access to something plays a big part in a lot of consumers' lives. So that's what that's what we 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 are hearing and we're seeing a lot, and that's where our super aggregator strategy really comes in. Um, the second thing was around uh, what I spoke about around the DSTV internet, and that's uh, why we came up with a DSTV uh, with that GSTV, uh DSTV in, internet. And how we think about these things us is what customer problem are we trying to solve and that's how we think of it you know when before we come out with the with the product mm-hmm. is what what customer problem are we really trying to solve
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, and in this case with the GTV internet is that as much as this 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 fiber uh, and fiber rollout uh, is, in, is is increasing there's still a big market of of customers that don't have access to fiber and they are looking for and they are looking uh, for a solution that, that that fulfills that requirement for them to get access to the internet. You know, you you you, you also had asked me a question earlier around um, consumer being being under pressure and and for us if you and how we, we have we've addressed that problem was, you know, how can we give them the best value for their money? Uh, so for instance, if you take the STV Internet and um, and one of our bouquets or compact, you know, you get the best deal out there. You you'll you, you find it very hard to be able to take a DStv bouquet and internet from somebody else and when you combine the price um uh, it's cheaper than what we have to offer as a bundled offer mm. you know and that's for us as well really we bring the value to the customer mm.
0: yeah no uh, i'm certainly there with you you know particularly on the point that you raised about uh, you know from a customer experience point of view having some type of a one one place that I can access all of the different, you know, services, uh, because if we're to be fair, you know, that's what DSC, at its inception, was able to really do well bring all of this programming from the different studios and channels onto, you know, a single platform, um, you know, that people can access. So, you know, moving forward, I think um, that's something that, you know, would really work, you know, to, you know, to the company's advantage. So on the last point from us, you know, to sort of wrap all of this up and then, you know, bring it all together um because you guys are you know a consumer facing business you know yes there's commercial they're the commercial clients as well but um, a big consumer facing business when you are now thinking about customer uh cx customer experience as a as a as a value chain as an ecosystem as an idea whatever it is right what do you think is the thing that someone in your position should really be investing in uh, because they're different pieces, right? Is it focusing on the technology? Is it focusing on the people that are behind, you know, all of these queries that are coming in or is it on the actual feedback that's coming from, you know, uh, the consumers themselves? So I guess those three different dynamics that I'm sure, you know, work into this uh, the CX equation.
1: Yeah. Uh, my my experience um, is, that, um, is, is that it's not so much about what you focus on, but it's around the outcome that you're looking for, right? And then you look at, you know, your people, your processes, and your technology to fulfill that uh, that outcome that you're looking for. And in this case for us, it's around giving the customer the best experience that they can have, mm-hmm. you know, Um and, and one of the key things that we identified, uh, that we're working very hard on, uh, which most of us tend to fall into the trap uh, easily into the trap, is to assume that customer experience only belongs to the people that are customer facing. You know, mm. um, you know that's you know, uh, it's quite easy to fall into the trap that you know, customer experience is a call center front agent problem. <laughs> it's not, you know, so we we can easily fall into the trap, but. Uh, but, but what we've identified and the journey that we're embarking on is to make everyone aware in the business that in one one shape or form, how they behave and, and the things that they have to do ultimately has an impact on the customer experience mm-hmm. you know so so something as simple as is my employee experience correct that my, so that the employees are able to give the customer the best experience. Is, is something that we have to think about you know so so somebody in hr might think that they don't have an impact on on customer experience but they have, actually have a huge impact because if the employee experience is not correct then the customer experience is impacted because that employee is worried about things they don't have the right tools they don't have the right technology you know and so so that's how we really think about it that everybody in the business has got a role to play in ensuring that we give the customers the best experience That 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 they can have, and I think and I think and I think that's the big challenge. You know that that a lot of uh, a lot of people tend to think, and I'm just generalizing now. uh, A lot of people tend to think that customer experience is limited to just uh, the customer-facing stuff.
0: So that's been us. Uh, we were talking uh, to Niko Shiburi, who is uh, the chief executive of Multi-Choice South Africa, um, giving us some insight into, you know, what's going on in the world of uh, customer experience. And uh, he's talking about the fact that, you know, they are a big uh, customer-facing business in South Africa, in eight million households across the country, um, and that, you know, this thing it's a big thing for them, and they've actually been um, investing. investing. Investing in a lot of, um, you know, a lot of manpower, uh, but also importantly, a lot of technology, um, you know, that is actually helping them to, you know, to address some of these issues, um, you know, because, you know, if you're a business, you're, uh, you know, a lot of businesses, consumer-facing businesses, and technology businesses um, are finding themselves in an interesting situation. Um, you know, where uh, consumers are under pressure, uh, but at the same time, you know, there's been this demand uh, for entertainment products. So he was talking about how uh, they've been using customer experience as one of those ways uh, to actually add value. Uh, but one of the interesting things uh, that I found, you know, earlier on, he uh, he said something that. You know, will stick with me. And he said, you know, patriotism can only get you, you know, so far. Uh, you know, talking about, you know, some of the uh, competition that's coming in uh, from external players. So, you know, he's saying that, you know, making sure uh, that customers are taken care of, um, you know, really does go a long way because you can't just hope that because it's a South African company, it's a South African brand, uh, that people will take on, uh, you know, whatever those products, uh, you know, those products and services are. And then ending off just talking about the fact that um, when you think about the customer experience, it's not about... it's not necessarily, you know, focusing on, you know, the, the feedback, the technology or the people. Um, it's about the outcomes that people are trying to, you know, that people are trying to achieve. And then all of that then informs uh, the people and the processes, you know, that are going to achieve um, that outcome. So, Nigo, thank you so much for being with us today.
1: Thank you, Nidovan. Thanks. Uh, thanks, everybody. This,
0: this is Midovan's Tech. tech. To be honest, I don't think I ever thought I could have such uh, such an intense conversation um, just around uh, customer experience. But, you know, when you think about, uh, you know, some of these customer-facing uh, businesses out there, and especially one that is as large as Multitrace and DSTV is, then, you know, that sort of maniacal type of focus on the customer does become um, important, warranted, um, you know, if you think about it. And the type of investment. Uh, that they're putting in behind it you know it, it certainly does make sense what will be interesting you know going forward is to see um, you know how you know all of these different efforts um, actually feed into competing against some of the international players um, you know the likes of Netflix etc um, on the streaming side that are coming into the market you know as Nico said you know be patriotism uh, is not the only thing um you know that's there right um so you know that's one thing and then the second piece um of all of that is just around you know because these these are businesses right uh multitrace gstv it's a business it's a platform and uh, they need to grow uh, the number of households that they have so beyond uh, the eight million households that gstv has in south africa right could you know how how much does improving that customer experience actually lend to uh, bringing in more people onto the platform, especially, Um, At a time where consumers, uh, consumer pockets are so stretched, um, you know, and so under pressure, right? Um, You have to look at, you know, some of the different tactics to be able to get people uh, to actually come on board. So, really great discussion and uh, hoping uh, to have uh, Nico back again so that we can have an updated version of this discussion or, you know, find, you know, something else to explore, um, you know, in that realm because, you know, there's a lot to talk about in the DSTV unit.